out there in podcast line, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions with zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, not this case. We crack a couple jokes, we give our insight of the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam. Hello! Today we're watching a film that Maestro has been wanting to do forever, and of course, he's not here. Yeah. He's been begging to do this movie. <laughs> Pacific Rim from 2013. I actually never saw this until I had to watch it for the podcast. Oh, okay. And this is like a movie totally up my alley. All right. Giant robots, giant monsters. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro right. directed it. And I always wanted to watch it, but 2013, 2012 was around the time where I just stopped giving a shit about going to the movies. Okay. Like when I was younger, I was like, oh, I got to see that in the movies. I got to see that in the movies. And this is around huh. the time where I'm just like, ah, I don't need to watch that. Okay. I don't need to watch that. I was never a big movie theater guy. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess when I was like high school, yeah, because I was like, all I could do. But like, I think once I turned 21 and I could do other things, like, eh. Yeah. I don't need to go to theaters anymore. Well, now that I'm 32 and married, yeah. I would much rather stay home than go to the movies. Right. Because you have all the streaming options. It's mainly TV. TV is so much better than movies now. It really is. So it's like, why would I want to go to the movies where there's going to be a bunch of dumb, like, young kids on their phones talking? Yeah. Do you have a surround sound set up in your in your room? Mm, yeah. That, that, That's nice. That changes things quite a bit. We watched one movie here. Was it Event Horizon, I think, we watched on my... Oh, yeah. In your living room. Yeah. Was it Event Horizon? I feel like it was. No, or wait. I, I think know. we watched They Live in there. Oh, no. <laughs> no, because it was... I feel like I remember... We've seen many vibrating. movies here. Yeah. We, we watched uh, Stand Up Guys, that Pacino... Okay, that's right. Christopher Walken one. Oh, it was Halloween. We've seen that here. Yeah. Uh, but we've seen... That some, one, like, you feel the bass coming from the speakers. Yeah. yeah. We've seen something else. Was it Event Horizon? We've seen... We watched Lucky Number 11 here. We watched, <laughs> we've watched a lot here. I forgot about those. Yeah. We should do that again. I'm trying to remember what it was. But yeah, it was something with a lot of action. Yeah. And you can really like, boom. Yeah, it really affects you. The surround sound helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, just TV is amazing right now. Like, yeah. There's a show on HBO right now called The Night Of. That's really good. It's like oh. a true crime story. Okay. You got all the Netflix options. You get, like, per, uh, Stranger Things. That's the show everybody's talking about. I, keep I, haven't, about it. I haven't seen it yet. I want to. Yeah, I'll get I, into it. I kind of have to wait for the wife. She's like, oh, that looks interesting. Okay. God. Ah. <laughs> I heard it sucks, babe. It's real bad. <laughs> so yeah, so 2013 is around the time where I'm just like, why would I want to go to the movies? Okay. And sadly, this is a movie I feel like you have to see in theaters. Oh, it just, yes, especially in an IMAX. It would have been theater. Yeah, it would have been great. Yeah, I saw I saw it at home for the first time also. Okay. But I can imagine real good in theaters. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This movie was directed by Guillermo del Toro, and it stars Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you watch Sons of Anarchy? I did. What was his name in there? Uh, Jax Teller. Jax, there you go. Yeah. So I'm assuming Jax will be his name in this episode? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Diego Klattenhoff, Idris Elba, Stringer Bell from The Wire, mm-hmm. Rinko Kikuchi, and Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny. All right. Also Hellboy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ron Perlman. Who's also in Sons of Anarchy. Yes. Yeah. Who is he in Sons of... How he's, are they... He's re- his dad. Oh. Well, kind of. Stepdad. Okay. And then Peggy Bundy is his mom, right? Right. Peggy Bundy's the mom. Okay. Uh, he's the stepdad that took over after his real dad died. Okay. Which you find out later. Spoiler alert. It was Ron Foreman. <laughs> Killed him. <laughs> Cut his break I kind of... I haven't seen an episode, but I figured well, it was actually, with it being Ron Perlman, yeah, I could picture that. It was It was actually a weird Ron Perlman and Peggy Bundy collaborating to kill oh. the husband. Okay. Oh, man. Is that a good show? That series? I liked it. You I liked did it? like it. I, I was... Last night, we were... Uh, before we went to the movies... Uh, we had like a two hour gap because we were waiting, we were waiting for her friend 
And I'm going through Netflix. I'm like, I kind of want to start a new show. Like, I'm caught up on everything. I'm caught up on Mr. Robot, okay. Night of, all the stuff. And I'm like, what can I watch? I got to watch. I got to watch Mad Men. I got to watch Sons of Anarchy. And I got to watch. There's another show. And I'm looking at Sons of Anarchy. I'm like, this looks really interesting. It is. I think I'm going to start it. It, it has. It's a good story, I think. Okay. Let me do a brief synopsis of Pacific Rim. As a war between humankind and monstrous sea creatures wages on, a former pilot and a trainee are paired up to drive a seemingly op- obsolete special weapon in a desperate effort to save the world from the apocalypse. Adam, have you ever seen this movie before? I have. I didn't see it. This is the first time I watched it. And holy shit, this is like my little kid brain <laughs> come to life. Oh yeah, where it's like nice. where it's like oh, there's gonna be a giant robot. He's gonna fight a giant monster, and he's gonna use a boat as like a bat. Like it's all the <laughs> shit like you would think of as a kid. All right, very cool. And I really liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Cool. I liked everything about it from like the world building. Okay, like how because this is not based on an existing property. Like, right. This is a, an original idea. Well, yeah. for the most part, they're borrowing off of like Godzilla yeah, and all these other movies. Godzilla Transformers type of Yeah, but for the most part like the the storyline itself is an original idea, which I appreciate. Yeah. And I like how they built this world on how they just said in the beginning, this is what happened and we're moving forward. Exactly. And then little bits and pieces of we're Yeah, like, you, you learn a little bit as it goes on, it, but it's not like uh Hard to follow at all. Yeah, very easy to follow. Yeah, nice world building, nice creature designs on mm-hmm. those on yeah. kaiju. Yeah, I like the 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 concept design of all the robots. Like they fit like their the nation. So like the Russian one would be like a big like fucking yeah. steel one. Yeah, and the Chinese one is like that slender looking like three armed one. Right. Like that's a cool like concept. Yeah, I, the, the the way the world was built very well. I, uh-huh. I like it. There's a couple of things that I had issues with. Uh, uh-huh. but, Me too. But, but for, for the, the most part, part yeah. It was good. Right. I'll, I'll buy into this world of yours, and I'll, I'll come along with you on this journey. Yeah. <laughs> so, this movie opens right off the bat. Ten, we're 10 seconds in, and we see a monster taking down the Golden Gate Bridge. Yes. And I, I wasn't expecting that. I, know. <laughs> I was I was expecting, like, you know, I, don't, I was expecting something where it's just like, oh, we're sitting around the dinner table, we're talking, or like, oh, the news, something's happening. I thought they were going to wait, like, 10 minutes before they reveal monster. No, right. 10 seconds in. Yeah. The monster's just... Well, see, the thing about that is, with this movie, it's it's it, the movie's not really about the monsters. Yeah. So it's not it's not you're not building suspense around them. Uh-huh. Or something like Cloverfield, the entire movie is about the monster. Yeah. So you have to wait for a long time to maybe maybe not even show them at all. Yeah. Or the fucking Babadook, the, that mm-hmm. where it's all built around this. The monsters are kind of secondary to the to the plot. So like The Walking Dead. Right. So it's like, all right, you can show them. Who cares? It's not about them. This is about something else. This is about the 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 struggle and the blah mm-hmm. blah, blah blah. So yeah, the monsters didn't need to be hidden at, but, they, but they were still pretty cool uh, but they, it, it wasn't so much of a focal point that it distracted from the rest of the movie did you watch the Godzilla remake the one with Cranston I did not that one they don't show Godzilla a lot okay and I liked how they did that where you're you're fed clues where you're like something attacked uh, Hawaii what is it and obviously us as the audience we know it's Godzilla but right but like you're supposed to go in it blind like I don't I've never heard of Godzilla I don't know what what a Godzilla is and it's yeah. very good how they like fed you clues and then they it was for like the money shot of Godzilla when they finally made an appearance you're like yeah Godzilla but this was the exact opposite which yeah. I liked yeah like right off the bat you got robot and uh monsters going at it Right, because that's what the whole movie's about. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can't... If the whole movie's going to be about robots fighting aliens, uh-huh. uh, you can't wait until the last 10 minutes to show the yeah. aliens and robots fighting. If the movie's going to be about snakes on a plane, you <laughs> better get some snakes on that plane yeah. ASAP. 
We're led uh, to a voiceover, which is an intro. Uh, it's your boy Jax. Yeah. And he says, I, we always thought the monsters would come from the stars, but they came from beneath us. Right. There's a, a drift. It's an opening yeah. that takes you to another world. Drift. Yes. Drift. There you go. Or a rift. Drift. Um, and then out of nowhere, just a giant monster showed up in San Francisco one day and it tore down the Golden Gate Bridge and the military, you know, fought it. And in this exposition, we're told that four or five days later, after all the tanks and all the bullets and everything, they finally dropped one. Right. And then another one showed up. And then another one showed up. And then the world united. They said, fuck all the beefs. We got to figure out how to stop these monsters. So they built these, uh, what are they called? Geigers? Jaegers. Jaeger programs, yeah. which are these giant robots mm-hmm. that are which, designed which to- Which like, I guess, if I recall correctly, they built it in the course of a year. They built one of these giant things? Yeah, they built them really fast. Yeah, it's crazy fast. Uh-huh. As powerful as they were, they, wow, good job, America. And, yeah. Or good job, uh, world, I guess. Yeah. We all combined forces. Mm-hmm. And- uh, the drift is in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Right. So there's bases off the Pacific Rim. Yes, that's right. That's <laughs> the title of the movie. Yeah. So there's a base for the Geigers in China, in Russia, in Alaska, in Australia. Yeah. Japan, wherever there's water, all our forces are centralized in that drift. So right. anytime one appears, boom, we got a Geiger to drop in. Right. And I like the world building where it's like a where they're making like the TV like the TV show. It's like the Tonight Show, but in Asia. Do you remember? It was, yeah. it was like a talk show, and the guy comes out in a rubber yeah, suit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah. And they're building like toys of them, and like the action figure commercial. Like that's smart world building. Like, like just yeah, because that, that's how this, that's how it would, that's exactly how it would go. Yep. There, there's there's a movie or a TV show. I forget. Somebody's like, you'll be surprised what you can get over or something. Like, it, so uh, the world is being destroyed by these monsters, and then once we get it semi under control. Then it becomes just like a joke. It becomes like a punchline. No, billions probably died because of these monsters, <laughs> uh-huh. but now we got it under control, so now we can joke about it. Uh-huh. Like you just, how much you can like deal with, and move past. So now, now these guys are, are action figures. The Jaegers are these, there's like these, uh, they're the superheroes of now. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, oh, no big deal. But like, now they're starting to get a little bit more more powerful or whatever. And um, so there's 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 a there's okay. We should talk about how they're controlled. Yeah, this this is the this is the problem that I had. I had a problem uh, me with this. Me too. Okay. I had a problem with this too. So yeah. the the way they the way they tested the Jaegers was they had to figure out a way how one person controlled this giant as tall as a building robot. Yeah, right. So they did this like mind uh, they your mind went into you sit in the head of the robot and then your mind is hooked up and you can physically control it. Right. But the problem is one person's mind can't control the robot right it's not because, strong enough for yeah them. it's not strong enough you're gonna no- have nosebleeds and you're you can you're on the verge of death right so what they had to do was they had to create they had to create a system where two minds can link up yeah and they're linking up like memories and everything together so one person the person on the right side of the robot controls the right arm the right leg the person on the left side of the robot controls the left arm and the left leg and right. most likely they usually are related Right. So Jax and has his older brother. Right. And then the Australia guy is a father and son. And then the Chinese, the three armed robot are three twin brother, uh, triplets. Right. And, and the reason why that's important, we're told, is because it needs to be the, uh, the power of the link of, of the memories that they have, the sh- like shared memories. Yes. Is what gives them that extra bond. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your problem with this, Adam? It just, it, it's, I don't. I don't understand. Uh-huh. I don't. I, I can't get. I can't get my mind around the science of it, which mm-hmm. is a stupid thing to have a, a complaint about. <laughs> where the, the, the st- two guys are controlling a robot at the same time, mm-hmm. so they're linked by the brain, and their brains together are linked to the robot brain. I think so. Yeah. So they they both have to agree on the exact same moves at the same time for this in order for it to work. 
So they're both taking steps at the same time. Uh, be- I guess because they're linked. Yes. Uh, it just, it just, I don't, it, it doesn't process with me. Yeah, I know. It looks real clunky. Like, uh, when, when Jax and his older brother are walking from the base to the ocean where the, where the, where the Jaeger is waiting yeah. for him, they both like clinking, moving their feet at the same time. Like, yeah. come on, let's go. Right. It, it just, uh, plus if you're sharing the brain with somebody else like that, that's gotta be dangerous as hell. Yeah. Especially if you're brothers. Mm-hmm. You know how many times I thought about doing bad things to my sister? <laughs> like, I, one of these days, right? I'm gonna, like, right down the stairs or something. Uh-huh. Or I don't know. Just, but, like, really, like, nasty thoughts. And I'm sure she's had the same for me. I mean, that's, we're, we're so close because we, we, we get into these big blowouts sometimes, mm-hmm. but we can get past it because we just developed that relationship. If, if I knew all the thoughts that she had and she knew all the thoughts that I had, I can't imagine we'd want to work together. <laughs> They'd be like, no way. Uh huh. Uh, wait, you think that about all my friends? Oh, hell no. <laughs> or so, something like that. Just like, it, it, just, it seems really dangerous. Because when we first meet Jax and his brother, uh, the first incident was, I think, tw- 2007 or something. Okay. And then it's jumped to 2013, like the year the movie came out. Or maybe I'm wrong. I, may, I think the first incident was 2013 and it jumped ahead to where we are now. Okay. To 2018 or something. Like it's somewhere down the road. It's like five years down the road. Okay. Where Jax and his brother are at the Alaska base. Yeah. And a, Ye- a Jaeger appears, so they got to go fight it. Yeah. Or, uh, no, what do they call the monsters? Oh, no, not Jaeger. Kaiju. Kaiju, that's right. I got him flipped. Yeah. So the Kaiju appears, and they're warning him, and they're like, all right, you got to suit up. So they get in the suit, and they get in the, the head of mm-hmm. the robot, and the way the mind meld works is, hey, I like that word. The way the mind meld works is yeah. you're seeing each other's memories. Right. So you're seeing, like... Jax, as a kid, he fell down and he scraped his leg. And, right. and then, like, the older brother, it's him riding a bike for the first time. It's, like, memories like that. And then, boom, they're linked. Yeah. Which, okay. Fine, <laughs> I guess. It's, 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 I feel it's like weird. You can, I feel like if you're building a giant robot at that point, couldn't you just, like, ro- remote control it? Right. Yeah. Couldn't I- you have, like, a kid? Couldn't you have a guy in, like, a VR suit, like punching like he's in a pod on the base hundreds of miles away yeah couldn't you find a system that links up like that where he punches and the robot goes boom i I don't understand why you need two people also that's my one that's the one thing i didn't like in this movie is that whole mental yes link thing because they break their own rules down the road yeah because well sort of yeah they they because only two people have ever piloted a robot solo right we find it stringer bell and And jacks yeah and, but, so, but but they're all fucked up because of it though. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's weird because I mean the way. All right. Um, there's so many awesome things in this movie, and we're just focused I know on this. it's it's really it <laughs> bear really with sucks. us. Bear with us. Yeah, there's some it, crazy it's gonna shit get really this. good. But the the whole the, the way that I I would imagine it working is uh-huh. there's a computer controlling the robot. It doesn't matter how big. Oh, the, that guy is. That guy can pretty much control because remember. Later on in the movie, they're like, oh, it's overheating. Shut it down. Shut it down. Right. And, and so no, no, he can sort of control the robot. Yeah. But as far as the way the robot works, you're plugging your, your brain into the robot's brain. Yeah. And controlling it that way. Uh, I don't care how big the robot is. It's still just a series of ones and zeros being transmitted. Hey, move arm, move leg, mm-hmm. fire weapon. That's not such a huge power overload that it should fry your own brain. Oh, that's true. It's just your brain is telling the other brain, hey, move the leg. All right. It's like just firing synapses. That's true. It it should function how our brains work. Where when you walk, it's like natural. Yeah. It's not. It's not like you're thinking like, oh god, what the hell is happening? Yeah, Your it, brain is you're, like you're crying. Not, you're not concentrating extra hard. Lift to finger. Walk. Yeah. Ah. yeah. <laughs> no. So th- that's why I don't get why I need two people. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, as uh, 
fucking dinosaur brains were smaller than our human brains, apparently. And they, uh-huh. they can still move their legs. Yeah. They, they didn't need two people inside of a dinosaur. Well, it needs to be there for plot purposes. I get that's the only real reason that they needed that, I guess. But mm-hmm. it just, I couldn't. After a while, I was just like, all right, fine. Let's just get on with the movie. Yeah. If, if I focus on this for too long, then I'll get upset. <laughs> yeah. So I just move on. Uh-huh. But, oh, I, I'm, I'm confused with everything. Okay. <laughs> Tw- I, so I was right. 2013 is when the, the first monster attacks San Francisco. Okay. He comes out of the breach. The breach is what it's oh, called. Oh, the breach. And drifting is, is when you mentally s- oh, yes. sync up. It's the, called drifting. The, the, the brain drift or mind drift? Yes. Yeah. So it's called drifting. Okay. Okay. So now I was right. It jumps ahead a little bit to 2020. Okay. Uh, the Alaskan base is alerted that a kaiju's coming. So Jackson's brother go out in the ocean. They fight it. And this first fight is pretty sick, dude. Okay. I like this fight between uh, the, the kaiju and the, the robot. Okay. It was awesome because it was like everything I thought of as a kid. I could just picture like me holding a robot toy in my oh, hand yeah, yeah, yeah. and me Absolutely. holding a monster toy in my hand and just, and then he fires a missile and yeah. like, all this stuff happens. It's pretty awesome. Uh-huh. It's, it's like, yes, these, these are the, the, the things the dreams are made out of for, for, the, for the children. Yeah. For so, sure. Yeah. So they fight, and I guess, um, well, we find out later if you two aren't in synced up mentally, like one's brain can overpower the other's brain, right? Because that Asian chick, her her memories overpower Jax's in when they suit up later on down yeah. the road. Yeah. So these brothers have been doing it so long that they're you know right they they, they stay in sync the entire they, time they stay in sync the entire time and they think they killed the robot. But no, no, no. The robot had one last blow, and he ripped half the head of the the robot off, and he pulled the brother out. Yeah. But they were still linked up mentally. So right. Jax, well, we find out later down the movie, yeah. he still sees his brother getting ripped out by that. Right. By that. Uh, all, all the pain monster. and everything that he was feeling. He still at, feels an experience at that moment. Ah, oh, God, that's got to be destroying. And his robot body is like fucking wrecked. So he walks the thing all the way back to the Alaskan uh, shoreline. Yeah. And he, the robot just collapses. Right. And he was the only guy that we knew of that can control this thing solo. Right. Which his brain wasn't fucking melt, melted or anything. I thought that was the whole point of that little intro was like, yeah. no, no one, no one brain can do it. But this guy is so badass well, that he can. He's like Neo in that way. <laughs> he's, uh, he's the one. Uh huh. Would that make Stringer Bell Morpheus? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so he goes into hiding at this point. Yeah, he quits the whole program. Yeah. And now now we jump five years later. So now yeah. it's 2025. Yes. And they, we're told that the Jaeger program is being shut down by the world government, that they want to build these walls. Right. So they're just going to... So they're going to... Holy shit. Emperor Trump? I was about to say. Wall? And they got Mexico to build these walls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Jax's job is a welder, or he's something about the wall construction. Yeah, they're building the wall. Yeah. Idris Elba shows up, and he's looking for Jax, and he wants to recruit him. He said, "Yeah, he said we have a plan to sh- shut the breach down completely. Oh, by the way, the reason they're shutting down the, the Ego program is because they're becoming less effective. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because more monsters are coming up more frequently, and right. it's like the monsters are getting smarter. They're, 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 they're learning our techniques. They're and... learning our fighting techniques right. and everything. Yeah. And at one point... Every country had a Jaeger, they said, but now only it was Austra- Australia, um, America, China, and uh, Russia. Russia. They're right. the only ones left with the Jaegers. Right. So that's why they're shutting it down. So Stringer Bell's like, just give me one last chance. Give me one last chance and I could shut them down forever. Right. And that's when he has to recruit his boy Jax because they all know each other. Right. The guy in the computer room and then Stringer yes. Bell. Cause, yeah, because they, they've had years and years of actually working together. Uh-huh. 
before Jax went off the grid. Yeah, so this giant wall is just going to be like a giant wall with like guns mounted on top to just kill the the Yigers. Yeah. No, the kaiju. The Fucking kaiju, words, yeah. dude. <laughs> so goddamn confusing. The monster and the robot. I'm just yes. going to I'm just going to do that. Fine. Does that work with you? Yeah, yeah that's okay. cool. So you're going to build this wall with the ro- with the guns on top, and Australia completed their wall, but uh-oh, a fucking monster ran through the wall like, like nothing. nothing. Like yeah. it was tissue paper. Right. But luckily, their Australian robot was there and took them down. Yeah. And that's the son and father team. Right. A little douchebag. With the douchebag son. Yeah. Such an... Uh, it was like, hi, mate. Yeah. We took down those giant robots, I say, I say. <laughs> that's more like... That's more like... It's uh, Yosemite Sam. No, that's more like... Uh, oh, Foghorn Leghorn. F- that's more like Cockney. Okay. Like British. <laughs> <laughs> so he recruits him, and he brings him to Hong Kong to the Shatter Dome. Yes. Dude, Maestro must have fucking loved this movie. Yeah. The robots, the monsters, the, like... This, this is pretty epic. In Hong Kong and all that stuff. Yeah. Just, just right up his wheelhouse. Once you walk into that, that, the whole giant warehouse, whatever, it's like, that looks like an amazing place. In the Shatter Dome, yeah. Yes. They have all the, the robots in there. Yeah. And, oh, and we're given a little more exposition. Mm-hmm. It's not like the movie we're watching next week. Right. Which we'll get to. Ugh. Where it's just fucking feeding you exposition nonstop. <laughs> we're still given a little exposition from Stringer Bell. He's like, yeah, those are the Russians... They're an old. That's an old, one of the first uh, robots, but it's still powerful. Right. We got the three armed, uh, the from the triplets from China. Right. They, they three use, people operating that one. By yeah. The way. They yeah. use a special like three arm move to yeah. fight. We got the Australian ones. They're the fastest ones of the group. And then we have your guys, right? Uh, the old school one. And they rebuilt the one that his brother and him, yeah, fought in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying, right. trying to remember the name of it. It is called the Gypsy Danger. There he is. Mm-hmm. And he brings uh, him, and he's just like, uh, th- th- I almost felt like, remember in SWAT where Samuel Jackson was like, hey, Colin Farrell, why don't you ride around with me? Yeah. And then he rides around for the day, yeah. and then Colin Farrell's like, so you're going to make me a job offer or what? And Samuel Jackson's like, well, what do you mean? Do you want to be in SWAT? I felt like this was how this was. He's yeah. like, hey, Jax, why don't you come with me? Yeah, because these I was, are all the Jaegers. Was, yes. What do you think? That was his thing, too. Like, so what am I doing here? Like, we'll get to that. All right. <laughs> Let's walk around some more first. Uh huh. Yeah. So yeah, they get one more Jaeger. We need uh, we need you to we need you to suit back up again. Like, well, our, my brother's dead. We're like, yeah, we got some people that might help mm-hmm. out. We're gonna we're gonna have tryouts, right? But I'm like, wait a minute. I thought the whole thing was you both have to. So you're just gonna see Adam yeah. shaking your head, and you're like, yep. yeah, this is another issue I had. They're gonna have tryouts with random guys mm-hmm. and just hoping that they can mentally be in sync, right? Okay. Idris Elba has an assistant, this Japanese chick. Yeah. What is her name? Uh, her name is Mako. Okay. She's in charge of like uh she's over, she oversees everything with Stringer Bell. And they're going to hold these tryouts and it seems like she really wants to try out but yeah. Stringer Bell's like nope. Yeah, she seems really qualified. Uh-huh. She knows a lot about the Jaeger program and everything uh-huh. about it. Uh, she's the one kind of picking the candidates, so she, I guess she knows most about Jax also mm-hmm. in order to pick these candidates. So I was like, well, that seems like, uh, what are we, uh, yeah, that's yeah. right there. Yeah, but, uh, not having it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we're introduced to Charlie. Oh, yes. And, uh, <laughs> and his, and his professor friend. Yeah. These two scientists. So Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Yeah. He is, <laughs> I guess, like a biologist. He's the one who studies the Jaegers as far as like their physical, biological makeup goes. Yeah. He has pieces of them. Like the, he has, the monsters, the kaiju. Yeah. He has pieces of the, of the, of a brain in there that's like not functioning. And he has like claws and he has other like weird stuff. Yeah. That they've collected over the years. He's like a kaiju groupie. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. He has tattoos of each one that fell. Yeah. So he, so he shows Jax. He's like, check out this tattoo. Yeah. This was the so-and-so. And Jax goes, oh, yeah, I remember. That killed like 5,000 people in that city. Yeah. And I, he's like. And I took it down. Yeah. 
that's great. Right. Like, it's like, what do you say to that? And then his partner. He's such an idiot. Yeah. And then his partner is this fucking like, like I, the, I pictured him as like a Nazi scientist. Like he was like, yes, like he was like an old school Nazi scientist. Yes. He walked in a cane. And he's like, he's like, oh, no, I, I mathematically have figured out how to figure out to win the war. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're like the fucking odd couple these two. Yeah. Like, I don't know. How do they got on a team together? They hate each other, obviously. Yeah. Uh, one, one's a fuck around. One's an actual scientist. Uh huh. Like, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird combination. Uh huh. But I mean, it was, it was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was nice having that little comic relief in there. Yeah. To break up the yeah. sweet action. Right. Sweet action. Yes. A- and the German scientist, he's not German. I'm just calling him one. Yeah. He seems German. <laughs> he, That's fine. He comes with the, he, the whole plan hinges on this guy's calculations. Right. That if you go to the hole, that yeah. they're coming out of that if you put put a nuke in there boom that'll cut off the whole that'll cut off the right. tunnel from both worlds now this is a weird thing i don't know how they know so much about this this uh breach mm-hmm. but they they figured out that it's like there's there's um two openings in the tunnel in between the two openings uh-huh. so they need to get inside the tunnel to blow it up to close off so nobody can come back and forth i don't know how i don't know how they figured that out <laughs> Because apparently we find out later you can't get into that breach. You have to be kaiju. Yeah, you have to be a monster yeah, it's, to it's, access. It's like each kaiju has a DNA barcode or whatever that scans before you enter or exit. Yeah. So how do they get? How do they know about the tunnel? I don't know. Uh, I'm guessing they figured that's um, the breach is how you get to our world. There must be another side. Yeah, the breach but, must be a tunnel. But why isn't it a doorway instead of a hallway? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. All right. I guess they're just using logic. Like that's a door. They, there must be something on the other side. Yeah, but not a hallway and then another door. That's true. I don't know. But, but that's another like like a. Eh, I don't fine. know how they figured that out, but that's fine. Yeah, we'll it's fine. Okay. But what they what they did what they've tried in the past to try to blow the breach. And yeah. It hasn't worked. Right. All the bombs are just bounced off. Yeah. So this is like Armageddon. The analogy yes. where it's like uh, yes. if you blow up a firework on the palm of your hand. Yeah. What did it, what did the guy say? You you just have a sore hand. Yeah. But if you grip the yeah, put your arm around. But if you it. grip the firework and you wrap your ra- arm around it, your wife's gonna have to cut your steak for the rest of your life. Yes. Meaning if you stick it in there, it'll blow. Right. Exactly. No hands. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And who was it? Armageddon. That was Bruce Willis. Yep. Yeah, that was Bruce Willis. And Batman, future current future Batman. Batman. Yeah. But you would never would have fucking guessed it back then. No. Adam, if it, if I took you back to 1998. And you're in the theaters watching your boy Bruce Willis in Armageddon yeah. and that young kid next to him. What would you do if I nudged you on the shoulder and said, hey, that guy, he's going to be Batman one day? I'd be, like, I'd be like, oh, Bruce Willis? I can see that. No, I'm like, no, yeah. the, the young guy next <laughs> no, to him. No, no, no. You're talking about Bruce Willis. <laughs> Wouldn't you be like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. I think you're talking about Bruce Willis. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be very confused. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. To get me wrong, I like Affleck as Batman. Yeah, he's fine. I was watching it again, actually, uh, this morning. I was watching the first half of it. Yeah. Uh, so far, it's not to the point where I started getting upset yet. In the okay. <laughs> or the first part of half the movie, I was like, okay, I can, I'm along for this. Oh, you haven't seen it all yet, right? Oh, oh I have seen it. All. Oh, okay, okay. I was watching it again, but I hadn't gotten upset yet at, okay. the, at this point of the of that movie. I'm like, all right, I can. It's kind of slow, mm-hmm. but whatever. It's going, it's going somewhere, and I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of trying to watch it like again for the first time, not with my uh, biased opinions about it already. Mm-hmm. But anyway, doesn't matter. So, so we meet the odd couple, yeah. and then we figure out the plan. They're gonna put a nuke inside the breach yep. to blow it up. And now they're now we're holding tryouts. Yep. And the I guess the tryout is you have to have a stick and you have to fight Jax. And I think you both have to not hit each other. That means you're both mentally synced. Is that how that works? 
I don't know. I'm, I, 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 I don't understand how... It's just him dominating everybody. Yeah, they're sparring, but it's like, how does that show a link of some kind? <laughs> Are you supposed to know their moves ahead of time? Uh-huh. Is, is the point to not Which get points? Which Jax does. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's knocking everybody out. Uh-huh. But so, are you supposed to lose? Are you supposed to draw? <laughs> what at what point do you realize we're linked? I don't. Because then, because then, eventually he's uh, he's like, these people suck. Why don't you fight me to the Japanese yeah. Mako? Right. Well, why don't why don't you have your girl fight me to to Stringer Bell? Yeah. And he goes, we talked about this, and she goes, please, please, pretty, yeah. please. And then he, and then he does that thing. Uh, what are you, yellow? <laughs> 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 Or chicken, whatever. Back yeah. in the future, yeah. He's like, all right, go fight him. <laughs> Remember Spaceballs? Have you ever seen Spaceballs? Uh, once a long time ago. Oh, well, the, uh, the the second in command to the Darth Vader character, Dark Helmet, his name is Colonel Sanders. And he goes, what's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Chicken? <laughs> it was like that kind of, it was like that kind of line. Okay. So she suits up in her, in her martial arts gear. Yeah. And they start sparring and then he gets a point. I guess, I guess, it's like they're toying with each other almost. Yeah, the point system is if you get knocked to the ground and the stick is about to hit you, you're obviously supposed to not hit him. That's right. a point. So they start going back and forth. Point, 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 point. She gets a point, he gets a point. Right. Until finally, I think he wins? Yeah, he wins in the end. And then Stringer Bell says, well, it's, she did good, but she's not going to co-pilot with you. Yeah. And he's like, but why? We synced up so good. Yeah. Wham. He's like, obviously, she's the, she's the best fit for me. We, we synced the best. We're going to uh, do the best rift or whatever. So they they, they walk off and there's the daughter uh, talking to not the daughter the Mako talking Mm -hmm. to Stringer Bell like oh but pretty much I guess her whole goal in life was to become a Jaeger to fight Uh because of stuff that happened to her while she was a kid yeah Uh, which we find out about later yeah Uh, which I think happens right now is that right yeah because they're gonna do their first test drift because the way it works is. they get they got they put him in like a sort of like white like um halo what's that guy called master yeah, yeah. chief master it looks chief. like master chief yeah, armor yeah. but white and they put this, what was the liquid that went in there i don't know what, this is what the thing. hell was that? Uh, it's like amniotic fluid i don't know back in the womb uh but there's a weird like is the suit is it like tapped into their spine cuz oh yeah cuz they have those in the very beginning in the back when they the brothers are, are locking in the, the the lights come up on their on their spine mm-hmm. so is are they are they like hacking in like matrix style into the into these Jaegers? <laughs> and like, why don't they explain that a little bit more it's it's just i guess it's not that important cuz again this is not the point of the the story yeah. but <laughs> it just it's, it, the whole mechanics of how they make the Jaegers work it just mm-hmm. it, that fascinated the crap out of me uh-huh. and i focus on that way too much <laughs> Uh, but it's I, I just I had I had to know I have to know. Mm-hmm. But they, they're not going to explain it. Yeah, but it's fine. So they do their first test run and they sync up with their memories and the memories. Uh, uh, the, the the problem with the whole me- the mind melding thing is you relive. You're pretty much going through your own memories and other person's memories. Yes. And the whole thing was don't get stuck. If you get stuck in a memory, then you're you're, you're lost. It's like you you get lost inside your own head and you pretty much inception style. Right. You're like you don't know if you're in the dream or not. Exactly. Right. And like I said before, once someone is lost, their their memory, their brain becomes the dominant link between the two. Yeah. Because what happens is uh, their test, they're, they haven't even like gone on the field yet. They're just, they're still in the shadow dome. They're yeah. still in the base. Yes. And her mind like freaks out because she, we flash back to what you said. We yeah. see the first attack in Japan. Yeah. And she sees that the monster, she's in the streets all by herself. She has a little red shoe in her hand. Yeah. And she's like, dad, mom. Right. And then she hears like rumbling and she hides behind a dumpster and you see this giant fucking monster. Just, 
out and he sees her and he tries to like grab her, but then a, 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 a Jaeger, yeah. Jaeger shows up and fucking beats the shit out of him. Yeah. And she keeps putting her arms up like this. So the arm cannon gets activated. It's yeah. like arm cannon activated and Stringer Bell and everybody's like, shut it down, shut it down. Yeah. So we're just going to destroy everybody inside the, the Shadow Dome. Yeah. So Jax is like, Jax is in her memory saying, yeah. you got to, this is just a memory. You can't, you can't get to, yeah. you know, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Yeah. And she's like, ah! and then they manually override the, yeah. the blaster cannon. Yeah. They find a way to shut down the entire thing. They unplug it pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Stringer Bell fires her. He's like, you're off the case. Yeah. You're off the case, Murta. <laughs> no, it's Riggs. Riggs is the crazy. You're off the case, Riggs. Yeah. By the way, did you see? You know they're making a Lethal Weapon TV show. Oh yes, with I did hear Damon, about that. Damon Wayans is Murta. Yeah, and some Australian guy is Riggs. Yeah, I did hear about it looks that. Looks pretty awful. Yeah, pretty awful. Damon Wayans. Uh, he, he's all right. He's he's okay. He's hit or miss. He's not not the worst of the Wayans. Mm-hmm. Not the best. Anyway, so now he has no co-pilot, right? So, fucking Idris Elba, why don't you co-pilot with him since you know how to do shit? But whatever, we don't find that out later on. No. Anyway, Charlie Day has a crazy fucking plan. He wants. to- I don't know if it's crazy. I think I. I, I mean, I get why he wants. To yeah, do it, but I it, think it's pretty damn smart. Yeah, it is pretty smart. He his he keeps telling Idris Elba, "Hey, I want to do a, a mind uh, drift, yeah. with the brain that we have, but it's not a full brain; it's a chunk of a brain, right? But it's still alive." I want to do a mind drift. And the German scientist is like, what are you, an idiot? Yeah. You don't know what will happen to you once you're in the mind drift. Yeah. And he goes, I'm going to prove you wrong. So his his whole thing, he, he Charlie can die. His brain could explode, but he's only doing this to prove the German guy wrong. Right. So he yes. <laughs> so he's recording like a scientist in the in the microphone. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, a, um, I'm, I'm suiting it up. And so whatever the other guy's name is, yeah. if you hear this. And I see you, then I'm right. And if I die, and I, I guess yeah, I'm I, still right. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> like he says something like yeah, that. Yeah, he says like, oh, so if this works and uh, we find out things, then that means I win. And if I die, uh, I did this because of you, so you killed me, and therefore I also still win. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. And he has to put like this thing over his left or right eye. Yeah. It's like a targeting system. That's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, that's what I drive. And he's like, all right, here we go. And he turns it on, and then the... You see his memories of him as like a little kid and then him in college with like a professor writing random numbers on the wall. Yeah. And then you see like you can't make out what's in the the monster's brain. It's just like random. Like you can tell like the he, shape of like a monster. Yeah. You but, seem like kind of floating through some monsters around there, but that's as far as you really. Yeah. That's all you could see. And he's like, Ooh, and it yeah. cuts it cuts away. So you don't know what happens to him. Yeah, pretty much. And then and then the uh, German scientist walks in on him like, what did you do? What, what did you do? Yeah. What did you do? Look at you! And he's bleeding because remember in the video, yeah. If you only one, if only one person works the robot, remember they start, their yeah, nose yeah. starts bleeding. Oh, I forgot to mention Idris Elba. He's got some nodes bleeds randomly throughout oh, yeah. the movie. Nobody right. knows why. He's got to take a pill. Right. Uh, so now he goes and he tells the people like, uh, he, so he 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 linked with them and uh, they're coming for you or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so now there's. Based on the calculations, there's supposed to be two Jaegers coming or two Kaiju coming through the portal at this point. Yeah. Uh, or maybe three. No, uh, it's supposed to be two. Okay. Because so, they have a world clock. The clock can determine like when the when the next yeah. one's coming. Yeah. So the, the the clock resets. The monsters come through. They the three Jaegers go out there, but not the American one because they've been grounded because uh, well, Mako almost killed everybody. Mm-hmm. And then the Australian one 
They're just there as backup because they're the fastest ones. They're the best one. So yeah. the Russian and the Chinese ones are going out there to fight the two monsters. Right. Or the one month. Yeah. It's, you know, they said there's two. Right. And it's a class four. Oh, yeah. The, each monster has a class. Oh, yeah. So it's like, this is a class four. They're pretty big. Class four is the highest we've gone up to uh, to this point this so far. Point, yeah. Yeah. And the, these are some pretty fucking sick monsters, dude. The, mm-hmm. the, the ones that come out, it's, it's like a... I fucking love this, dude. So, oh, we jumped ahead a little bit. So Idris Elba is told by Charlie Day, these aren't actual monsters. They're bioweapons that were built by aliens from the other right, world. They're clones. They're clones. Like just bigger versions of, they're like, you know. Yeah. Whatever. So he says, but I need a brain to learn more. So Idris Elba gives him Ron Perlman's oh, yeah. card and he says, go to Japan, meet this guy, uh, Hannibal something. Yeah, also oh, it's, Hannibal a, it's Kane? a bitchin' name. Hannibal, ha, uh, buh, 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 Hannibal, Hannibal, Hannibal. Where is it on here? Hannibal Chow. Yeah. He's going to meet this guy who controls the black market for all the body parts of the kaiju. Yeah. So Charlie goes out there, and uh, that's when these two monsters come out. It's pretty much Benicio Del Toro from uh, Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Yeah. That, the collector. That, that he's sort of like He's the same eclectic kind of look and everything. Uh-huh. It's like a copycat. And he's wearing the glasses that are covering his eyes. Yeah. And he has the gold shoes and the gold knife. Oh, my God. I love this. I loved his he's, character. He's, such a, he's, he's awesome. He's so over the top. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, I'm looking for Hannibal Chow. Is that you? Like, yeah, it's me. Like, that's an interesting name. Yeah. I like the name, so I took it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Is he like that in Sons of Anarchy? Uh, he's, he's kind of a badass. Yeah. Okay. I'll say so. He's similar. I like his voice. Yeah. That gravelly, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like, uh, what do you mean, kid? Who are you looking for? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It commands power, mm-hmm. for sure. When Charlie's in Japan, he says, oh, I have this card. And they go, oh, Hannibal Chow. So they open, like, a hidden doorway behind the, 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 the bookshelf. Yeah. And it's all this crazy shit. Like, there's stuff in, like, tubes. And he's like, oh, my God, that's a kaiju. Yeah. So-and-so. Oh, how did you get the nail? Yeah. Oh, how did you get the liver of the kaiju? And that's right. when we meet Hannibal Chow. Yeah. And he says, oh, I'm looking for a full punching brain. He's like, what? What do you need a brain for? Yeah. Everybody can do anything. Everybody knows the brain dies right away. Yeah, but the secondary brain. I'm like, oh, wait, he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> All right. So then the two monsters and they're fighting and then the monsters are getting smart. Well, no, for, first they find out, uh, he, uh, Hannibal Chow finds out that Charlie drifted with one of the guys. He's like, you did that? He's like, oh, fuck. He's like, I'm out of here. Because this we find out when you drift, it's it's a two way street. Mm-hmm. So he could see what the aliens saw, but the aliens could also see what he saw. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this guy being one of the chief engineers of the entire program is like, that's not the kind of brain you want and to be inside been, of. And you've been studying, but you've also been Charlie has been studying these monsters his whole life. Yeah, he never once thought it's a two way street. He never once thought of mm-hmm. that. That's what the whole. <laughs> It's a pride thing, I guess. He's just trying to fuck with the doctor, and who cares? Yeah, he's just trying to stump the German doctor. Yeah, like, but yeah. So, so now, now the kaiju know what we're thinking. Also, because we find out all Hannibal all did it himself because he lifted his glasses. He goes, "I tried it once." Yeah, and he was going to his anti-kaiju fucking bunker or something. Yeah, what the hell is that, dude? I want to see what that looks like. <laughs> like if if our own government can't stop these things, I want to see what Hannibal Chow's rocking. Right? It's like it's a crazy panic room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so now that they're fighting, and um, they they release like an EMP or something, which I love this. The the because mon- there's a monster that looks like a snake, yeah, and then there's like this big burly one, and the big burly one crawl go like goes into like a little ball, and something opens from his back, and it's and it sends out an EMP, and it yeah. shuts down the Russian yeah. and the Chinese one, yeah. 
So they're screwed. Oh, no, it doesn't shut them down. They straight up murder the Chinese one. Remember, they like rip the head off the oh, Chinese yeah, yeah. one, and then the Russian one gets taken out? Yeah. So they send the EMP on the Australian ones. Right. So they're stuck there. They can't They can't move. Yeah. So now we're, we're completely screwed. Yeah. We got nothing. But the American one hasn't been booted up yet. Therefore, because they run on nuclear power. Everyone else runs on on uh, they're linked to the computer system. Oh, remember he says that's right. Remember he tells Stringer Bell. Okay, he says we we run on nuclear. We're analog. Yeah, and he's like, all right, suit up. Yeah, so he goes out there and all they right. start fighting. So even though you almost killed everybody, uh huh, go out there and fight. So they fight the big one and the little like snaky one. He's going through Japan looking for Charlie, and Charlie's like in a bomb shelter, and he's saying all this crazy shit, and everybody's scared. They're like, oh, he's looking for him. Yeah, they're looking for him. <laughs> <laughs> and this fucking snake crawls uh breaks through the surface into that like little bomb shelter yeah but then uh the robot gets him yeah it does weird things like scanning him scanning his body and doesn't really do much of anything for a little while mm-hmm. and then gets taken out and like all right yeah but now charlie's all like he's, he's like on fire now and then he goes back to hannibal and he's just like what the fuck was that <laughs> he's yeah pissed off. he's like you owe me a brain yeah. sir <laughs> because that big one the the big bulky one gets killed by the by Charlie. No, by Jax. Yeah. And Mako. Right. So now they're going through Japan trying to find the snaky one. And that's cool. This is when they have the, the fucking ship as its bat. Yes. That's cool. They're, yes. drag, they're dragging it like a heavy bat Absolutely. through. And they pick it up and wham! They that's slam awesome. It. And they try to kill the snaky thing. But then it turns out the snaky thing has wings. And it picks it up. And it goes up into outer space. Yeah. Or in, up into the stratosphere. Yeah. And it's like Iron Man when his, exactly. his suit starts like that, yeah. freezing over. Doesn't, doesn't operate. It's like that. The system's like shutting down. But then Mako goes, wait a minute. We have one last weapon. And it's a fucking giant sword. How you, do you not? It just the, comes out now? Adam, what's the thing we've always said in these movies? If you have. If you have the. Yes. If you have that ability, why are you. Why aren't you using it every single time? Such a vision sword, too. The so, way it unlocks and kind of turns into a sword. Yeah, so it comes out like chain mail. Yeah. And then it forms into a sawed object. Yeah, it links up. It's like like, like almost zips itself into an actual mm-hmm. sword. Now, I'm thinking maybe Jax didn't know about that. Maybe that wasn't on him oh, and his brother's unit. Maybe they installed true. it down the road. But still, this chick should have said... Yeah, because that's, that's a Japanese touch to an American Jaeger. Yes. So maybe it wasn't when it was American So Jaeger. right off the bat, shouldn't that she go, hey, by the way, we added a sword. I don't know if you know. <laughs> he's just fucking fighting this thing blind oh man and she's like look i have a sword yeah and they cut this fucking thing in half and they're fo- they're free falling and then they use their like jets to pick them up and then yeah they crash. soften the blow yeah mm. so the jaeger that the big bulky jaeger that's dead hannibal chow his crew's already fucking on site getting everything out of there trying yeah. to get its liver and its kidneys and stuff and this is where they get the brain yep so the German guy meets Charlie down there, and he's like, "Oh, we're going to do the mine sink." Yeah. So suddenly the uh, the crazy German guy is on on board now. Like, all right, if we're going to save the world, then if you're going to do this, we'll do it together, just so you don't die, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like they have a bonding moment. I don't know. So somehow they change his mind. So they both do the mine sink together, and uh, they find out about the whole barcode thing. Oh yeah. But uh, you, you can't go through the 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 rift. What do we call it? The breach. The breach. You can't go through the breach unless you have the Jaeger DNA. Kaiju DNA. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> These terminologies. Yeah, so they're like, oh, you can't do that. Because if you if you throw the bomb at the at the breach. Breach. <laughs> it's just gonna bounce off and nothing's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So you need to get like ride a kaiju into the into the breach in order for it to work. Uh-huh. Like, all right, so now we gotta do that. 
Oh, do we? Was we the part where Hannibal Chow gets uh, gets taken out? <laughs> no. Okay. It's this part. Okay. <laughs> so his crew's inside, and and uh, you he, they're talking to each other through like microphone or walkie-talkie, and they're like, "What's that sound?" And you hear dun 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 dun. dun. It sounds oh, like yeah. Oh. Meanwhile, the guy, the German guy, his calculation said there's supposed to be three kaiju coming through the portal, but only two did. He's like, "But my calculations can't be wrong. They uh-huh. can't be wrong. There's supposed to be three. Yeah. Well." Here's the third one. Yeah. Because Charlie's like, wait a minute. It's pregnant. And they're like, ah. Yeah. And then this like baby kaiju comes out and fucking straight up eats Hannibal Burris. Well, no, first. Hannibal Burris. <laughs> no. Oh, Hannibal Chow. Hannibal Chow. Yeah. Well, for the, he comes out. They shoot it. It falls down. And then the, um, Hannibal Chow comes out. He's like, yeah, I knew it was going to live very long. It was a baby. It needs air to breathe. It doesn't have a ferret here. So I knew I was safe. If it just lasted five seconds, that'd be cool. And then it comes back to life and eats it. Like, and swallows right. him. Yeah. Cool. And, and it's that, about to swallow Charlie, but then it, yeah. uh, 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 and it dies. Right. So now they use that one. No, they still use the brain from the big one. Yeah. Or do they use no. the brain from the baby? I forget. I don't know. Whatever. They use someone's brain, and that's when they f- figure out the DNA. Yeah. Oh, no. It choked on its own umbilical cord. Mm. That's how it died with Charlie. Okay. Because it was running around, and the umbilical cord yeah. choked him. <sighs> so now they're back at Shatterdome. Yeah, and Mako figures out that Idris Elba's dying, and the fucking dad, the Australian dad, he hurt his arm, so he can't control the kaiju. Right. So that douchebag has to team up with Stringer Bell. Right. And she's like, "If you go in that suit, you're gonna die," because you figure out that flashback that robot that saved her, right? Stringer Bell was the only one activating that. Yeah. And back then, only one guy, what was it? They weren't like lead plated to prevent radiation. That's what he's dying from. Right. Radiation poisoning. So then we get to the speech. It's not an Independence Day speech. No. But it, it is a pretty it, good speech. It, yeah. It, it, it was trying to be. You could feel yeah. that kind of like a little bit of a stirring inside, like, uh-huh. oh, this is kind of nice. We're canceling the apocalypse. And everyone's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not the same as, uh, and on this day, yeah. the world will remember. We, yeah, in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will we'll not, not vanish, vanish without, without a fight. fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, yeah. we celebrate our Independence, Independence day. day. It's not the same. <clears throat> oh, man. So It'll now. Never be another speech. <laughs> never. Never. But the American suit's fucking fucked up, dude. Like, yeah. That thing's messed up. So it's barely functioning. And the Australian one is messed up, too. Yep. So they got a fun, they, so they're walking, now they're going to the bottom of the ocean because uh, so far, the closer you are to land these things, the water comes up to like maybe their knees. Yeah. And now that they're going to where the, the breaches. Yeah. I forgot the word. <laughs> now they're completely submerged underwater. Yeah. And then, uh, there's a kaiju down there. Yeah. Something, uh, kaiju, two kaijus come out from the, holy shit, I'm losing everything. Two kaijus come out from the, from the breach. By one way, is one, like a snaky thing. Yeah. And now we have, uh, for the first time ever... A level five. A level five. Or class, class five. Yeah. By the way, both these machines are pretty fucked up. Yeah. But somehow they still managed to take down the class five pretty easily, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. Like, All right. Whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they... Stringer Bell and the Australian douchebag, they pretty much sacrificed themselves. Yeah. Randy Quaid style in Independence Day. Exactly. Yeah. So they're like, we're going to buy you some time. We're going to we're gonna set the nuke. So they have a nuke in their thing, too. Yeah. They're both nukes. Oh, okay. But just well, other- one's I think full of nukes and one's a nuclear reactor. The other one. Oh, right? okay. I would think that's that. right. Or maybe they both had bombs. Yeah, they're both nuclear. So what's the thing with we're analog? I don't know. Okay, whatever. I don't remember. So, <laughs> Damn it. So, so Stringer Bell pretty much tells like Mako, you know, good luck down there, 
And then the Australian douche is like, hi, right, mate. It was nice working with you. Yeah. And his dad is now the new Stringer Bell. His dad is yeah, now the he, new he takes general. Over. Yeah. So they blow up and they, they kill that snaky one that's down there. Yeah. But then that big class five is down there. Yeah. And they fight and then they stick the sword through his stomach and they're holding him. Yeah. So they, they drag him down into the breach. Right. They're riding him in. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they ride in and then they enter the alien world. Yeah. And the aliens are like small. They're like human size. Yeah. And then the the kaiju is dead and the thing falls. Uh, Mako's losing her oxygen. So Jax gives his oxygen tube into her and he has to manually shut the bomb off. Right. So Bruce Willis style. Uh-huh. <laughs> now I'm getting. <laughs> yes. So her there's like a life uh there's like a life pod that shoots him up. So yeah. she gets shot up first. He's running out of air. He who knows if he has enough time. He has to like manually breach the thing. Yeah. And then he finally breaches it and he gets the bomb going. And then all the aliens like the alien in Independence Day and the mothership when the bomb goes off, you see the reflection in the alien eyes. Yeah. It's like yeah. that. You see the bomb go off and then the breach is destroyed. I don't know how they have a map of the breach of the tunnel. I don't, see, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. This is the first time inside of it. Yeah. But, so, okay. Well, they had it earlier in the movie, too. Yeah. So the breach is shut down, and she floats up to the surface, and they're like, whoa, we did it. We closed the breach. Yeah. And they're like, wait a minute. What about Jax? Yeah. And then his pod pops up, and she's like, oh, no. And she's holding him because he's not moving. Yeah. And I'm he sorry. says, he's like, you. I told you I'd be back. Yeah. And it looks like they're going to kiss, and they're like, oh, look, choppers are coming. That's cool. Yeah. They didn't have that that romantic relationship. No, that's usually happens in these movies. Well, again, when you get inside somebody's brain, there's a lot of things in there you don't want to see. That's true. Uh, you, you see, you see, you pretty much see all the best, but also you see all the worst. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that worst is not exactly something you want to go along with. Mm-hmm. I would assume. Yeah. Right. Oh. And then uh, that's it. The helicopters come. They shut the. They're like, shut the clock off. Yeah. Shut ah. the world. Yeah. Shut the clock off. They shut the clock off, meaning there's no more monsters coming through. So that means you can go back to war with each other. Uh huh. So now Muslims <laughs> and Christians can go back yeah, to war. Right. Uh, uh, where were we again? Oh yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end. Adam, there's a mid mid credit scene. Did you watch it? Oh no. Yeah, it shows up. It's not at the end of the movie. It's okay. like towards the middle of the credits. Okay. Uh, that baby kaiju, mm-hmm. a knife. Is cutting it from the inside, and Hannibal oh, Chow what? comes out, and he's like, "Where the fuck's my team?" And then that's how it ends. <laughs> nice, like like you see a knife, like a blade, <laughs> come out from the outside, and okay. you see him just fall out, and he puts his glasses back on. He's like, "Where the fuck's my team?" Oh, that's cool. So he survives. <laughs> and uh, they're making a Pacific Rim tomb. I don't, I don't know if you know. Oh, that. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I don't know what they're what. I don't know what they're gonna do because the breach has been broken. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Maybe we, we're trying to go find them to find out how they clone. Oh, maybe. We're trying to reach to them now somehow. Or yeah. revenge. Pacific Rim, uh, uh, Vengeance. <laughs> oh, Resurgence? Yeah. Pacific Rim Resurgence? <laughs> like Independence Day Resurgence. Oh, fuck. I, haven't, I have it. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't seen it either. I mean... I want to. I heard about it. But, like, I hear my brother-in-law saw it, and he said they tried to do another speech, but it's not... Oh. He doesn't say it, the... There's Bill no, there, Pullman. They, they they only have down to go. It's like there's no way this is gonna be better. Yeah. So it's, it's like it's it's gonna be disappointing no matter what. Just how disappointing is that's the question. This movie was badass, dude. I know it didn't sound like it from our description, no. but this movie is awesome. Well, we we can't we can't very well play out the details of these awesome battles. Yeah. Through through you have audio. To see them. Yeah. Oh my god, you have to see them. It's really good. 
the the, the fight scenes are, are amazing. It's just it's it's an epic movie. It's like a much better version of a Power Rangers fight. Oh yeah, for sure. When it's the Mega Megazord, well, and Megatron. The, uh, Mega, yeah, mm-hmm. Megazord. Okay, is Who's it Megatron? Megatron is the bad guy from Transformers. Oh okay, yeah, fighting the monster. Yeah, it's like a better version of that. Yeah, more CG. It's, it's really it's really good. The only thing I didn't like was it was really dark. Like the lighting and everything, it was dark. Okay, like, like the rain and the darkness. Like I wanted yeah. to like see like better lit. Well, that's that was probably a budgeting issue. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, because you could use less uh, less graphics, less uh, power to create the things, mm-hmm. save a lot of money that way. I would recommend anyone to watch this movie. This movie's badass. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Good this- job, Maestro. Yeah, no, you're not here. <laughs> It was very fun. The, the, beside the few issues, uh-huh. as far as the scientific, uh, technical aspects. Yeah. But I really get surprised by movies now. Like, I kind of know, going into a movie, I kind of know what I'm getting. Okay. This one was awesome because of that. That I just love that. I want to rewatch just that five minute intro where it builds the world. Yeah. Where it's like the, kai, the kaiju came. Yeah. And then, you know, the game show stuff. And, oh, look, we have action figures of them. And right. our world is fine. And then I, I love that. I actually, I think I'll rewatch that yeah. tonight. It was, it was a perfect way to set up the world. This, this is like the, the, close to the Jurassic Park as how they did to set up the Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And I always go back to that because it it's a perfect way to do it. Yeah. This one, also very well done. Yeah. To the Except point for the mind melt. Yeah. But, I mean, you can get all technical about Jurassic Park stuff as well. But yeah. It just, this one, I, I bought it right away. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I believe this world exists. I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> but the world exists and I'll, uh-huh. I'll go through with this world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Start with the bad. Okay. Christopher Orr of The Atlantic says, It's visual achievements notwithstanding. Pacific Rim's greatest breakthrough may be that it's the first Hollywood blockbuster to sport a title less descriptive of its plot than of its intended market. He's saying the title doesn't describe the movie well enough. Wah. Yeah, no, it's not a... It's not a Wah. It's dumb. Although I, d- I do feel like this wasn't publicized enough. or th- Yeah, th- th- this didn't get a lot th- of... The advertising campaign wasn't yeah. as strong as it should have been. I was pumped up for this, but like at my old office, I was like, you guys going to watch Pacific Rim? They're like, what's that? That monster movie? Yeah, I, I didn't know much about it either. The, the only reason I, I think I even knew about it was because at my job, we were printing some of the uh, like the, the cardboard pieces, the one that you like at movie theaters. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were printing out some of those. Like, Pacific, what's, cool. what's that about? It's a giant robot. That's cool. <laughs> Um, Michael Sragao of the OC Register says, all the unpredict- unpredictability of professional wrestling plus the magic of synchronized Stairmasters. That's what I get out of the vaunted <laughs> spectacle of Pacific Rim. <laughs> the Stairmasters reference is to how they walk inside the yeah, robot. inside the Jaegers. Yeah. Uh, Claudia Puig says, this is Godzilla meets Transformers with elements of the lesser Star Wars movies all awash in thunderously loud nonstop demolition. That doesn't sound like a bad thing. Well, because God's it's Godzilla, like the shitty Godzilla yeah. meets Transformers, which okay. are bad movies with elements of the prequels. Oh. So yeah. she's listing like three different movies oh, that I suck. Oh, I see. I yeah. see. Finally, Justin Chang of Variety says, the squarest, clunkiest, and certainly loudest movie of director Guillermo del Toro's career, a crushed metal orgy that plays like an extended 3D episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers on very expensive acid. Huh. Now for the good reviews. Andrew O'Hare of salon.com says i was having so much fun i lost track of where the line between good stupid and bad stupid might lie <laughs> i think is this movie a really good stupid movie or is this movie a, a a dumb like good movie like i don't know it has elements of both yeah oh that's a good question 
Ty Burr of the Boston Globe says, a Titanic's, blah, a Titanic sci-fi action fantasy that has been invested against all expectations with a heart, a brain, and something approximating a soul. All right. Stephen Ree of the Philadelphia Inquirer says, Pacific Rim looks great. It's one of the rare 3D features that probably delivers more in the large screen, stereoscopic format. Severe kaiju limbs coming at you. Huh. 3D would have been great to see this movie. And a big screen? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, I was thinking uh, just IMAX, but 3D IMAX. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. I regret that I didn't do it. Oh, man. Wes- finally, Wesley Morris of Grantland. Well, this is when Grantland existed. Del Toro is a dreamer. He's a visionary. If you give him a pile of money to make enormous robots fight enormous monsters at the end of civilization, he will work to make Pacific Rim a movie that makes you feel all the enormousness. Okay. Seems like a backhanded compliment. <laughs> okay. Now it's time for the Rod Tomatoes game. <laughs> this, is the- <laughs> this is the part of the show where I make the guys guess or in this case, Adam, guess the score of this movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten, 60% to 84% is fresh, and 85% and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, Adam, the critics or the audience? Uh, the critics first. Okay. I think Del Toro is going to get a bump a little bit because of the stuff that he does. Uh, see, I didn't think it was that bad. I can't imagine what the critics might complain about. Yeah. But based on how, like, nobody ever talks about this movie, mm-hmm. 61. 71%. Ooh, okay. Nice, nice. And the audience. Audience. I, I, I think it might be around the same. It's just, I'll say 71 for the audience. 77%. All right. Good, good, good. So both okay. fresh. Good. So sequel for sure. Mm-hmm. Good. Adam, Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. <laughs> Paul Giamatti's been in a lot of our movies, and since we both like him, we decided to ask, what role would he have had? I'm guessing the German scientist, uh, him and Charlie playing off each other. Oh, that would have been great. Oh, if they were twin brothers. <laughs> Except one was a dick and one was... Oh, then Giamatti could play two different types of roles in the same movie. Oh, like the social network? He's playing himself? Yes. He's playing He's, he's, <laughs> he's playing, playing twin yes. brothers. But one's a dick and one's the Charlie Day still type. <laughs> Oh, that would have been so good to see. Okay. But it would, but it would have been too distracting. Yeah. Damn it. Okay. Yeah, just just, just the, science, the, the German scientist then. The Charlie Day was fine. Yeah. Okay. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts <laughs> or info you may not know about the movie. Approximately. Oh, hold on. Approximately 100 kaijus and 100 Jaegers were designed, but only a fraction of those appear in the film. Every week, the filmmakers held a vote for their favorite ones. Oh. When Little Mako is in the alleyway, every object on the set was rigged to the same hydraulic system. Whenever the giant monster was to take a step, everything bounced or shook in unison, including the puddles. Whoa. That's crazy detail. Mm-hmm. Karloff, one of the kaiju from the opening sequence, is named after Boris Karloff. The nickname was given because the creature's head resembles the desiccated face of Boris Karloff's The Mummy from 1932. Oh. And this is a long one, so bear with me. All right. A life-size version of the robot cockpit was built on a soundstage at Pinewood Studios in Toronto. It weighed about 20 tons and stood nearly four stories high. It was in large, heavy... It was in... Oh, shit. Uh Uh-oh. I pasted the instructions to cook my chili into this note. (laughs) So, I was about to read... It was in a large, heavy bottom Dutch oven, cooked the bacon over medium heat (laughs) until lightly crisp. Uh, let me uh, find the. <laughs> That's great. Uh, 
It was built on a gigantic hydraulic gimbal, which would move, shake, vibrate, drop, and rock the entire set as if it were actually being piloted. A smaller version was also built with a smaller gimbal, allowing for different movements. The VFX team reused... The, the video effects team used some of the con pod footage for reference while animating the robots. The set was also redressed to depict the interior of each robot differently. Hmm. So they built like a fucking huge thing for the inside of the robot. That's pretty good. That's, that's pretty cool. Yes. Dude, I was about to do a Ron Burgundy. I was about to read verbatim <laughs> the fucking cook the bacon over medium heat. That's great. Uh, <laughs> now it's time for Money Makes the World Go Round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for this movie, $190 million. No. All right. Give me a guess on its worldwide gross. Let's see. Sequel, so at least three times. But then not enough. But then oh, not right. a lot of people really heard about this. Mm. So. $190. i will go with two fifty. In the U.S., this grossed 101.8 million. Okay. Overseas, it grossed 309.2 million, bringing its total worldwide gross to 411 million dollars. Wow, good. Over why overseas though? This is this is mostly in America wins for everybody. Yeah, but I think well, it had it's countries. supposed to be like it's supposed to be like Godzilla. Oh, so that's like a over like giant monsters that at, okay. le- that at least takes care of like Asia. Yeah, like Japan, Asia, that part of the world. Yeah. Okay. Because it does have some foreign appeal to it, but mm-hmm. the fact that America saves the day and we saved all your asses again, uh-huh. it's like that should have that would have counted against it. Although, but then again, they wouldn't have known that going into the movie. Yeah, they okay. should have. Remember in Independence Day where uh, the Americans finally figure out? How yeah, to, and finally. They, and they tell the British, yeah. like, about bloody time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this film debuted in third place, Adam, on the weekend of July 12, 2013, with 37.2 million. Third place. Number one that what week. Else? Was the bit de- okay? Number one that week was Despicable Me Two. Oh, all right. And number two that week, and this beat out Pacific Rim. Oh no, Grown Ups Two. Oh no! <laughs> oh, damn it! According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 18th highest grossing film in the category sci-fi alien invasion. Okay. Number one is Marvel's The Avengers, which that's bullshit. Just because aliens show up. At the fucking last thirty minutes, that's not a sci-fi invasion movie. No, I think after that, Independence Day is number two. Okay. So I think that should be number yeah, one. Yeah, because it's, it's a, yeah. that's a sci-fi movie. It's perfect. Finally, this was the Pacific Rim was the thirty-fourth highest-grossing film of twenty thirteen. Number one that year was The Hunger Games: Catching Fire. Hmm. I think that's the second one. Okay, all right. You can watch this movie on Amazon. Yeah, bye. Amazon.com. Bill, go to our uh, website. Click on the link on our page. It takes you to Amazon. You can do your shopping as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help support the show. Okay, that's 2013's Pacific Rim, directed by Guillermo del Toro. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us out in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will get to the top of our list and we watch it before any other requests. Next week, Adam, we are entering the world of M. Night Shyamalan once again. Oof. We're going to enter the exciting world of maintenance men, pools, <laughs> and storybooks. We're watching Lady in the Water, a movie you yeah. have been wanting to watch for uh-huh. a long time. And stars the spoilers MVP, yeah. Paul, Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. So we're leaving a movie which built a world beautifully yes. to a movie where the world 
was being built. Cannot be explained. Yeah, it was being built in real time. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's going to be an interesting one. Uh-huh. It's, it's going to be a little tough to do. Because you, for the most part, you like Shyamalan. Yeah, for the you, most part. You like Sixth Sense. You like yeah. Unbreakable. You yeah. like The Village. This this is my departure from Shyamalan, this movie. Was so my, this was the one yeah, that this is, made this you is turn. like, all right, we're done here. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the end of my love affair. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's one of those things. Like I've been, I've been through so much with you, uh, and this is this is all right. This is this is the final straw. Like you made Bruce Willis awesome again. Yeah, you you gave him two good movies. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then you started getting all all crazy. <laughs> like all right, but I'll go with you for now. And now I I can't I can't defend you anymore. Yeah, I, got, I have to end this. <laughs> and let me just give you a little preview. Giamatti cannot save this movie. No, as, as much as we love him, and we're like, oh, well, who would Giamatti be in Zombievers? Right. He cannot save this movie. No, there's no, and he's the lead. Right, there's nothing could have saved this movie. <laughs> so tune in next yeah, week tune in next. <laughs> to find out what we have to say about Lady of the Water, directed by M Night Shyamalan. Yes. And until next time, this is Hollywood. <laughs> I'm Adam. <laughs> <laughs>